Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. I'm professionally trained in cognitive behavior therapy and neuro-linguistic programming. I help people overcome mindset challenges. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes that are released on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. If you're on a platform that supports it, please leave us a rating and a review so we can reach more people so that we can impact more lives. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Today's topic is centered on the theme, change how you think and change your life. Now, I do want to say that Brian Tracy really is most known for this specific title. He has created a very powerful mental software program, as well as a book on this very topic. And it is incredibly diverse in the content that it talks through to help us work through changing how we think to change our lives. Just wanted to give him creds. But our talk today really isn't founded on his book. What we've done is something a little bit different. We've taken a look at all of the incoming DMs and one of our listeners has asked us specifically to produce this episode. And as a result, here we are today. The outline suggests quick story, an introduction, and then we're going to get into the core concepts that you can use for practical application to create this dynamic, changing how you think to change your life. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to use an isolated situation. I'm going to share with you that maybe four years ago, there was a transformation that I was required to take. I had reached a certain point in my career. That achievement put me in a place where I had to do all aspects of my life differently to the extent that the version of myself that I was at that point would literally not be good enough to take me from that point to where I am today. And so I was already fairly deep into the self-development mind space in the self-development discipline. As I thought through what is it that I can do immediately that would give me the most bang for the buck and to propel me out of this current version and at least start to chart the course to this next version that I felt was imperative that I become when I boiled it all down What it came down to was I still had some scarcity based thinking that I hadn't dealt with in my subconscious. Before I could begin to deal with the subconscious, I needed to deal with the way I thought during that time about these certain situations that I was being faced with that I didn't feel adequate to deal with that version, at least long term. We can always sort of skate our way through. But soon after that, not too long after that, we'll be found out if we're not authentic. And so my quest for authenticity and to have a greater degree of presence 
greater degree of EQ to be a thought leader, to be a master in my space, no matter what the situation threw at me, I could absorb it, whether it was a presentation, whether it was a very large gathering where I needed to public speak, or even if it were impromptu, all the way down to dealing with the day-to-day and tactical things that come up unexpectedly. Changing the way that I thought family is always going to be the hallmark of my success. I am always going to credit that then immediately thereafter a positive disposition. And for me, those two came together at the exact same time and created an ultra awesome set of circumstances. So let's talk about this. I want this for you and I want you to be able to share this with others who may be on this pathway, who may have a similar set of circumstances like mine four years ago, where they got to reproduce. No, where they've got to come up a little bit higher. And this is going to be the tool set that they'll need to help them. Now, know this. There's a common misconception that says you have to ignore the challenges. You have to ignore what you're being faced with and adopt wholeheartedly a positive disposition while denying what's actually going on in your body. We talked about this extensively in an episode that we titled Toxic Positivity. We will not be doing that at any time. We will always acknowledge our feelings and our emotions, and we will process those effectively. If you've been around for a while, you know that I give myself four minutes and 59 seconds to do that. Everyone is not going to be able to do that. I've been practicing and honing that and reducing the window and getting it down through an awful lot of hard work over a number of years. So if it takes you 25 minutes to feel all the feelings and to process them and then get out of that mode and get back into higher power, love, joy, and peace, that's totally fine. Big idea, we're not stuffing. We're processing correctly. The next thing I want to lay out for you is that it's perfectly okay for you to give yourself a break. You don't have to be as harsh on yourself as you are. And if you grew up in an environment where that was the norm, I understand totally and completely. I've got an awful lot of friends who have told me about that in tremendous detail. And I've come to understand what that looks like, as well as how that will program your subconscious mind. I don't want you to feel that you are less than, you're not enough, you're inadequate. That's not really what's going on here. And I don't want you to settle that that's just the way it is and it can't be changed. I'm going to show you exactly how to change that. The next thing is this whole idea of gratitude. It's important that you're able to see the things that are working for you. It's important that you're able to document what is, in fact, two thumbs up in your life. Your entire life cannot be completely jacked up. What tends to happen is we have certain situations that befall us 
because we've seen that movie before. We saw that storyline before. We have memories to go with it. It gets amplified. And that takes us to our next principle and being mindful. If you want to change how you think to change your life, you have to become aware of what you're thinking about subconsciously and consciously. And that means spending time with yourself. Quality, quiet time with yourself. Getting to know what makes you tick, what your buttons are, what your triggers might be, the past hurt, pain, the pressures, your whole composition psychologically and emotionally. We need to understand that. And this is one of the reasons that I brainwash you literally at the end of each episode so that you know that you are enough, you can do it, and that you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. The more you hear that, the more your subconscious hears that, the more you begin to gravitate to that mindset. Now, let's position ourselves to realize five core competencies that we can deploy to help make this change manageable and one that will work for us irrespective of where we are in this journey. And number one is to practice mindfulness. And how do you do this? You do this by incorporating mindfulness techniques into your daily routine. As part of your morning routine, perhaps. For me, I do it in the morning, I do it midday, and then I do it in the afternoon sometimes. It just depends on what life is throwing at me for that particular day. But I always start out in the morning with a mindfulness routine that only consists of 10 to 15 minutes. Depending upon what all I have going that day, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to get quiet, I'm going to enter into meditation, and while I'm meditating, I'm going to be thinking about the type of day that I want to have. I'm going to think through, and I'm going to vividly imagine everything that's on my list of things that I want to do going my way, working out for me. Then, as you get more astute in this specific mindfulness practice, and as you get time under your belt, You'll be able to add in, well, what if this doesn't happen? And then you'll see yourself pivoting and ebbing and flowing with the day, getting quick resolution to whatever is thrown at you that you didn't anticipate. So you still get the outcomes that you desire during the day. It may mean that you're going to do breathing exercises to get you out of a funky state that you might find yourself in. I'm doing this all the time on conference calls. <laughs> it's not funny, but it really is funny because <laughs> I'm doing it on conference calls with people who are just saying stuff and it doesn't even have anything to do with what we're talking about. The grandstanding sometimes you need a way to bring you back right to your center. Number two, self-awareness, beginning a practice of looking on the inside to really come to understand what is it about me that makes me this way? Why is it that I behave like this in certain scenarios? When I'm happy, when I'm on cloud nine, when I'm experiencing a phenomenal day, how do I repeat that? What were the dynamics that day 
that allowed me to stay so close to my next version or to my higher self. Understanding who you are, what makes you the way you are, is all a part of this process. So far, I've talked you through two things. I've talked you through practicing mindfulness and then incorporating self-awareness. Number three, we have to have a growth mindset. By embracing a growth mindset, that says to us, if there's something we don't know, we can go acquire that skill and that knowledge and that expertise, right? And if we practice it over time, we get really, really good at it. The opposite of the growth mindset is a fixed mindset. And the fixed mindset says, this is how it is. These things can't be unlearned or undone. This is my plight in life. This is the hand that I've been dealt with. And there isn't anything that I can do about it. I don't want any of you to ever believe that story. That is the worst lie in the universe. Sorry, I got a little passionate there. That's a really, really bad lie. And I don't want you to ever think that that's the truth. Number four, reframing challenges. Changing your perspective on obstacles and setbacks. There's been a a number of times in my life where I was in present day, something occurred, and it flashed back or brought from the past some very dark, some very powerful, some very emotional feelings. And when I started to journal and I wrote them down, I was able to then take some of that mindfulness time, some of that morning time, some of that afternoon or evening time, me time to go, hey, I'm going to reframe this situation. We do this quite often as we're working with clients they want to kind of gain a degree of freedom from those things in the past, whether they're hurts, pains, failures, missteps, poor decisions, whatever the case may be. These are phenomenal learning experiences or stepping stones, and we can use them for that purpose. They don't have to be viewed as defeat. The whole idea of changing how we think is really resident in this principle. The reframing takes what our brain was telling us as, whoa, that was so jacked up, that was so foul, that was so unnecessary, that was so this, that, or the other, where any of those things were not so good, we can then take that and go, wait, hold up, hold up. I see what you're saying. You want to protect me. I understand that. You saw this as a painful thing. You colored it as such, but I'm not seeing it that way. What I'm seeing from that previous event, and you go and find that nugget of truth. You go find how you can make a better decision. The next time you go find, well, it wasn't necessarily a failure entirely. This component didn't work, but these components did work. And all I need to do is tweak this one part and then I can continue moving forward. Doing that is very helpful for creating an alternate solution, new possibilities, getting you out of a place of being stuck. And most certainly, it disables negative patterns of thinking. 
And then the last one is goal setting. How can we change how we think, right? Measurably without some goals for us to showcase that this thing, this journey we're on is actually being played out in our day-to-day life. We do that with goals. The goals should be clear and achievable goals, and they should align with whatever value you're going after, whatever aspiration you're going after. If there's an area of your thought life you want to tweak, if there's something with you and your spouse you want to stop doing or you want to enhance because it's paying big dividends, whatever it might be, put yourself some goals together, small goals, clear goals, and they should be achievable and they should be manageable. You should have somebody who is going to hold you accountable, right? All of these components need to be a part of your goal setting strategy. You're going to focus on specific objectives. You're going to direct your thinking and actions toward that positive outcome. Family, if you're able to do what I've told you to do in short order, you will be well on your way to changing how you think so that you can change your life. The hardest thing that you will ever do is work on yourself. When that becomes a norm for you and you can do that effortlessly, all the other things are so super duper simple. I assure you of that. And remember, by changing your thinking, you're changing processes. This is a time-based effort. It doesn't happen overnight. So be patient, but stay the course and be consistent. Be kind to yourself, embrace this personal growth journey, and cultivate for yourself a positive and empowering mindset where you can do everything that you desire to do, okay? And that's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. Share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me on IG at your thought life, Y-O-R thought life, no spaces. Leave a message and leave a comment. I want to remind you that you are enough. You can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. And until next time, take care and be safe.